Welcome to the Relatably Pink podcast with Nats and Mags. We are here to learn, share, and inspire you to feel like you belong by being aligned with your true self. Come grow with us. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Chapter 1, Episode 2 of Relatably Pink. Nats and Mags here. We're super happy and so stoked to get this started. You wanted to say hi, Natalia? Hello, everyone. <laughs> As Magda said, we're super, super excited about this chapter. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. <laughs> Amazing. So let me do a bit of an intro on what the plan is for this first season of Pink But Not Week. So What we have decided to do is we've both been reading this amazing book by Jordan B. Peterson called 12 Rules for Life that I'm fairly sure most of you are familiar with. Maybe not all of you have read it. So if you feel called to do so, feel free to read, you know, one chapter um, as for per episode as we go. So this this second episode, we're going to base it on chapter one. Um, Natalia, do you want to do a bit of an intro on what the chapter is about, what it talks about, and how we can go from there? Mm-hmm, of course. So um, this chapter basically talks about um, how important it is to stand up with your shoulders back. Um, and it basically talks about how um, important it is, like your body language and your posture. Um, because if your posture is poor, you're going to feel small and defeated. Um, and it also um, compares lobsters with humans and, you know, how many things we have in common, uh, which is mind blowing. And I never thought we had so many things in common. Um, but one of them, for example, is that lobsters need a safe place, a hiding place to rest uh, from their predators. And we, as human beings, we also need shelter and we also need to feel safe. So that is one common thing that we have, lobsters and humans. Um, yeah. I'm going to dig into it. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's super important because lobsters, and I think like most animals, if we th- if we look at their behavior and it's obviously been studied through biology and whatnot, it's, it boils down to how primitive, you know, living beings are. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's, this chapter speaks about how the male and the female, their role within attracting one another is and how obviously as much as today's society is about obviously equality, men and, and women and all this, but at the end of the day, I feel like the masculine and the feminine energy does not necessarily mean it's men and women whatsoever, but there is this, this balance of energies that definitely attracts one another. So for example, I feel like what you were saying, Natalia, that Mm -hmm. um, in order for, for a female lobster to be attracted to, you know, to, to a male lobster, they have to exude confidence and and exude power amongst the tribe and, you know, sh- show that it's a, it's, it's that they're in a safe place. And that's when the, the female will surrender to them and make sure that they're attracted to them back. Right. So that's mm-hmm. the one that the female will show interest in because that's where she will feel the most secure mm-hmm. because obviously this, the, this feminine power comes, you know, comes with all the, the maternal instincts, you know, building a family, all of that, that if, if she sees that, that this masculine energy is able to support that, that's exactly what she's going to go for. Right. So mm-hmm. I think it's super interesting how 
at the end of the day, even as humans, <laughs> we look, if we don't look for security, I don't even know what we're looking for, to be honest. It's, um, it's, uh, yeah, fairly similar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's funny how like female lobsters, they identify the top guy in the group. And so they become <clears throat> irresistibly attracted to him. And they, they seduce him by like hanging around him and like, um, you know, giving this like um, sense just to like seduce him. So it's funny how like the female lobsters are the ones to identify the top guy yeah. and they seduce him. So I, yeah. I love that, you know, that they take um, initiative. Um, yeah. That is super important. Um, and yeah, like low ranking lobsters produce um, low levels of serotonin. And in humans, low levels of serotonin means decreased confidence, more response to stress, less happiness, more pain and more anxiety. Um, so yeah, this common similarity is insane. Sorry, I'm just a little bit sick. <clears throat> I'm going to drink some water. <laughs> you are forgiven. In times of COVID, we're all allowed to be a bit sick every now and then. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I just had COVID, so I'm still recovering. <laughs> but here I am doing a podcast. I'm doing my yes. best. <laughs> so back to what you were saying. I think, yeah. you know, the one thing I can't stop thinking about based on what you're saying of, mm-hmm. of obviously, so the, the masculine has to put in the effort, show that they're the strong one in the pack. Mm-hmm. And then the women or the females, you know, call it whatever you like, is they're the ones that also have to, they're probably going to be fighting over this top guy, right? So they also have to put their part in and not just be, you know, pretty and attractive and whatever. They also have to, you know, bring a balance to what it is that the the life with this strong buff lobster is going to be like right so it just boils down to inner work at the end Mm -hmm. of the day so if if this top lobster did not believe in himself did not believe in his abilities would did not believe that he's the top dog you know top Mm -hmm. lobster let's say in the pack (laughs) then (laughs) he wouldn't he wouldn't attract the top female right so at the end of the day, it's super important to to firstly, before attracting or looking for external validation, external relationships, external anything, you have to focus on your inner growth, your inner love, inner, you know, inner everything, inner work in like inner child work. Because at the end of the day, this is one of my favorite quotes and I repeat it almost every day. You attract what you are, not mm-hmm. what you want. Mm-hmm. So if this lobster, say a year before was not, or I don't know how long lobsters live, but let's, <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> before, they, they, they had to work to get to this, to being this top lobster. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at some point they were not the top lobster. I'm sure there was someone older, stronger, who was, you know, more qualified to be the top lobster at the time, but because this lobster strived to be the top one, they made it there because they believed in themselves. They did mm-hmm. the inner work. And humans are the same. If you believe mm-hmm. you are lazy, you're tired, you're this, you're that, you're going to be all those things. And that's all you're going to be attracting because no one of higher standards is going to want you in their life. Exactly. And that's a really fucking harsh truth, but it's the truth. <laughs> so. No, that, that's key. Like yeah. people don't want to hang around people that drain their energy, that are negative, oh. that, are, that complain. And it's so fast to identify those types of people. Um, and it's so important to like work hard so that you are not that type of person. I just, yeah. I'm not the person that I am from one day to the other. Like I remember the other yeah. day 
I was um, chatting with a friend and she was like, oh, wow, since you came back from the U.S., like you changed so much in like a positive way. And I was like, yeah, that's what life is about, to just keep evolving and keep being the best version of yourself. And there's people that they never evolve. They always stay the same. And, and maybe they are fine like that, but I'm like, I don't want that for myself. I work every single day to become the best version I can. And I am very proud to say that I love the person that I've become. And I can see that people like to hang out um, around me, you know, and, and they like my presence. And for me, it's, it's such an honor. But at the same time, I worked very hard to get here. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's for yeah. me, like in, in my in my situation at the moment, for example, I very recently, as of last week, actually, I am I moved out of living with um, a friend and my brother. I decided it was my time to be in my own bubble and no pun intended because we're actually on lockdown. So I'm in a bubble on my own <laughs> in my little studio apartment living by myself with my own energy. And I welcome the energy that I want into my life. So, for example, mm-hmm. I've I've gotten there's a few friends of mine that have recently been complaining about everything about work about their relationships about just everything just just not going the way they want it to go and you know them complaining to me and then when I give them advice they are get mad at me because I give them advice they're like oh you're not my coach and I think well first of all you're the one who's throwing all this shit energy at me I still love them by the way I would you know this is I've told all of all of this to them but it's um when when you're when you bring about only thinking of scarcity, that's what you're going to bring to your table. So if you think I don't have enough, or my boyfriend's not doing enough, or all oh, my work is not this, 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 that's exactly what you're feeding yourself with. And this is why you're complaining and you're not even able to take criticism for it. Mm-hmm. Um, changing that mindset into, you know, believing that you're in an abundant state, that you have everything that you need, that if you're not getting enough attention, it's because you need to give yourself attention first and their attention when it comes will be icing to your cake. Mm -hmm. It won't even, you know, you need to bake your own cake first and, you know, be happy with yourself and whatever else comes, even if it's from your life partner has to be something that you don't ever expect it's something that you deserve it's a very big difference between what you deserve and but what you expect if someone is not providing things you believe you deserve such as a minimal level of attention then they're not for you mm-hmm. it's not that you ha- you can't expect things from people that they can't provide you know things like this you know to you so so just move on you know rather than complain about it you know what you deserve so move the fuck on and just you know look for someone that actually will you know to be of support in that space so yeah, it's um just knowing how to, for example, I've had to, you know, this, a couple of friends of mine, I've had to hang up their calls just because I was not in a headspace to, you know, welcome their energy. And I was, you know, gladly able to do that. And I've, you know, I've spoken to them since, obviously, but it's, um yeah, it's very important to take care of yourself first and foremost, and there's nothing wrong with setting boundaries. Yes. Absolutely. No. And it's like, deep inside, we all know what we deserve. It's just that sometimes you don't want to accept it. You don't want to see it. But deep inside, we all have an answer. 
Um, yeah. It's just a matter of like finding that answer and being like, okay, yeah. what do I deserve and why? Why do I deserve that? You know, yeah. it's so important to to ask yourselves uh, that question. Um, and yeah, talking about change, it's like if you're a loser, <laughs> maybe you just have a bad <laughs> habits, right? So just change your habit and and circumstances change and so can you you know so so yeah it's what I was saying before (laughs) you know you just need to keep evolving to be the best version so just change to the best version you can or the best version you want to be who do you want to be you know exactly the thing about being a loser it's funny that you mention it because I feel like it's it, it it depends on perspective and what, so if, if you, if you're a loser and you believe you are, mm-hmm. then ask yourself, why is that? What is mm-hmm. it that is, is making me believe I'm a loser? Is it because mm-hmm. someone else ran faster than me? Is it because someone else got a higher grade than I did? Is it because, mm-hmm. you know, someone has the perfect marriage and has the perfect kids and blah, blah, blah. Like what is make, what is this mentality of you believing you're a loser? Mm-hmm. Uh, is triggering that right exactly losers the word loser is is such a a, I can't even begin to to describe how much I dislike that word just because what are you comparing yourself to you should only be comparing to yourself to your yesterday not Mm -hmm. anyone else around you because what Mm -hmm. they do is their life and their you know their destiny their karma whereas you need to be in control of your own right so Mm -hmm. if someone else has a motivation for you to be better then perfect but comparing like I want to be Lisa Nichols she is one of my favorite inspirational speakers out there (laughs) but if I compare myself to her tomorrow I'm gonna be depressed for the rest of my coaching days but if I aspire to be like her Uh I I will be better and better and better and better every single day. So it's what you choose to compare yourself with that, you know, and and how you choose to see that comparison that actually matters rather than, you know, rather than, than the actual end goal of that other person, you know, Mm -hmm, (laughs) they -hmm. they are them, let them be them. You know, I'm sure Lisa Nichols probably looks up to, I don't know, Tony Robbins or someone there's For always sure. the grass may always seem greener but you need to water your own grass <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a thousand yeah. percent if you don't water your own grass no one else will so exactly <laughs> so yeah just to um wrap it up a little bit and and um add something so yeah as I said in the beginning you know body language is beyond important because you know if you walk with your shoulders down with a bad posture poor posture you're gonna feel small and defeated so um standing up with your shoulders back is not something that is only physical because you're not only your body so so standing up with your shoulders back means accepting the burden of being like who am I you know um responding to a challenge we all face challenges like pretty much every day and it's a matter of responding to the challenge and not reacting to it responding versus react very very important yeah Um, and you're making me actually think sorry to cut you off I just I feel like so much of what goes through our mind gets it manifests into our body like Mm -hmm. for example you, you can gain weight by being anxious doesn't mean you're eating more doesn't mean you're eating less 
but your bo- that's just an example of a, a gazillion I can think of, but there's, it's so important if, if we physically carry ourselves low and our shoulders down and, and sort of, you know, we're hiding away from the world, our mind is automatically think we're on defense mode and we're trying to be protected from whatever is out there. And you're never going to break those barriers to actually get to where you want to go. Whereas if you hold yourself high, nobody needs to know that you're incompetent and whatever it is. If you walk through a door, believing you're a boss bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> and with your shoulders, you know, shoulders back with your head held high and you know, your abilities, you know what you're here for, you know, your values. Um, it's people are going to believe it in starting with yourself. You're going to believe it no matter how, mm-hmm. you know, how little you may know about whatever it is that that's going on around you, but just, you know, you know, yourself, right? Definitely. No, like, and, and when you, for example, in my case, it's like when I dress up, I put on makeup um, and I put on heels. I'm like, wow, I'm ready to take over the world, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, it's everything. It's, it's not only like having a, a good uh, body posture, but also like what, like what you do with your like hair, or your makeup or everything, you know, it, it goes hand by hand and it's so important. Um, yeah. And it doesn't mean that you don't love yourself because if you put makeup or if you put like a nose job or whatever, you know, it's like do whatever the hell you want um, that makes you feel better with yourself. It doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. Yeah. Um, so because, exactly. yeah, people is like, oh, if you have surgery, whatever, it means that you don't love yourself. And I'm like, just do whatever you want to do. And, and yeah, that's it. Exactly. You know, there's nothing wrong and- in having surgery or p- putting like bigger boobs or smaller boobs or like whatever yeah. it is, you know, do whatever you want. Precisely. It's those people that point out that boob jobs or nose jobs or whatever, or all those people that say, oh, you're just insecure and that's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that insecure and are probably jealous of your your nose job or uh-huh. your whatever. Whereas Definitely. it's, it's, it's kind of like why they say it's, why do you work out? Do you work out because you love your body or because you hate it? And it's because working out at the end of the day can be counter counter into like it can be, you know, the, have the counter effect of what you want it to do. If mm-hmm. you if you go into a workout hating your body because you hate it and that's why you want to lose weight and look more toned and whatever, you're going to have a shit mentality the rest of your day, the rest of your life. Like it's so doing it because you love it is going to change first of all the outcome I'm pre- I'm like there's there's got to be some neurological function that that is so attached to your mindset with how you work out and how you shred pounds that at the end of the day you you'll get home and eat a beautiful salad full of greens and vegetables but if you hate yourself you'll go home and eat the chocolate anyway so what was that workout for you know mm-hmm. exactly yeah uh, wow I never actually thought that I'm like I'm working out because I love my body because I hate my body and I work out because I love my body and myself and I love how I feel yeah. after working out, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> For lobsters, you know, having to fight over who's the strongest. That's so primitive. It's just like, it almost feels like in this 21st century, we're so detached from our primitive ways that we've got social media now and we've got this whole um, LGBTQ identification. So, you know, I, some people can be non-binary so are you male female you don't have to be either and like none of it is right wrong or anything there's it's just the way it is Mm -hmm. so trying to find that balance of what you identify as what you want to attract and and be sure that that is as clear as day to you because if it isn't you'll be attracting the wrong attention 
just like both you and I, Natalia, I'm pretty sure well, we can attain to this, that we both attracted the wrong ex-boyfriends, for example, mm-hmm. because we were in bad places. Because, you know, I lost a friend and attracted, you know, the, my first ever relationship lasted for about a year and a half. It was toxic as fuck mm-hmm. i could i could i could not i mean it was such a huge lesson of of the fact that we need to all do our inner work and just get to know ourselves and actually spend time with ourselves not just by ourselves that's something else we can touch upon another day but yeah <laughs> it's, it, it's just so important because if you're if you're grieving and going through shit and and not getting over it you're gonna attract someone who is just as toxic to you just like your inner feelings are Mm -hmm. to anyone around you yes yeah no being emotionally stable is so important um you know because if you're not stable um you are going to project that those insecurities whatever it is to your partner you know so so yeah do you need to do that like inner work first and be good with yourself in order to find someone that is like you in all levels like values wise emotional wise like you know all the different levels yeah not just not just um i think being emotionally aware Mm -hmm. is also super important because Mm -hmm. it's not about not feeling terrible it's not about not grieving it's about allowing yourself to actually get through it but that's the thing if you're going through hell keep going because there is a way out you know what I mean like it's 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 you have to if if you sweep things under the rug that rug is going to become so hard to step on that you're it's going to erupt from all directions and it's not going to lead to a good place so Mm -hmm. you know me time is the way forward <laughs> it's key it's key honestly guys <laughs> it is and stress it enough <laughs> the hard part is applying and doing the exercise of actually being yourself and not caring what other people think because yeah. deep inside we all care a little bit I mean I do care about what my family and my close friends think about me but I could care less of a person that I've seen like once or twice in my life like what they think you know in a way that I know that I am a good person and that's it <laughs> I have peace of mind <laughs> exactly exactly if you don't have peace of mind what else I mean what are you doing come on exactly <laughs> well, <here's>, you know <laughs> go work on it <laughs> <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah so anyway guys this has been an amazing first chapter second episode of the our amazing podcast uh-huh. go please follow us on Instagram go message us we love hearing from you yes at- not weak and at relatively gray we're both accredited coaches and focus on slightly different things just messages on social media happy to mm-hmm. stay in contact and uh hear some feedback as well you know what else yes. would you like for us to talk about in in future chapters future episodes more than exactly. happy to hear you guys out thanks again natalia for thank you sweetie always a pleasure <laughs> across the world yes <laughs> But, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. And we find time for it for one another. Always, always. Love you guys. And see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.